Welcome, this is Jane Gardner, and welcome to the Business of At-Home Business, where we're talking about the Home Biz Startup TV, where we're going to be talking about how to start, run, and grow a home business. And today, we're going to be talking about subjects that are of interest to anyone who wants to run a home business. So I'm Jane Gardner, and let's get started. I'll be telling you about this show right about now. Welcome, this is Jane Gardner, and welcome to Solopreneur Success Strategies. And today, it's Jack or Jill of All Trades Thursday, and this is what it's all about. It's about being a solopreneur who needs to know a little bit about a lot of things, and we're going to be talking about Sales Funnel today, so that's one of the things that we'll be talking about. So let's get started by first off telling you who I am. I'm Jane Gardner. I live with my husband in our Western Canada. We have a structural engineering firm that we've had for 20 years and we work in our home office together. And there's many stories <laughs> involved with that, but we'll talk about that another day because this is about solopreneurs. And uh, so today we're going to be talking about, um, uh, sorry, going to be talking about sales funnels. So we will have um, a lot of uh, subjects, of course, and we'll be talking all about sales funnels. And I'm going to actually put the slides on top of this because <laughs> I'm all about imperfection. So that's not going to look very good. But hey, we'll move that over a bit and you can see live what I'm doing. Uh, so anyway. Sales funnels. Uh, last week we talked about your sales funnel and how it's important for you for your business and we've looked at a sample sales um, sort of path of sales funnel of where you bring in the traffic over here you have a squeeze page which has a free opt-in and then you may give them a possibility of an offer and that they have to pay for and then they download the offer and then they get confirmed and sign up and then they go into your email system one and the emails they get to download the free gift and then they get a series of emails and in those uh, emails they may get other offers that might be of interest to them and you can uh, send them a progression of valuable emails until um, they decide they'd like to buy maybe one of your higher end offers so it's all about getting a relationship with your subscribers on your email list. And we had a very simple, uh, crude sales funnel where the traffic comes in and gets your opt-in. And then on the first sales page, and then later, after a little bit of a relationship, you might get the front-end offer on a second sales page. And then the, your higher-end offer will be maybe on a third sales page. But of course, you don't start there. You have lots of emails. So think about the sales funnels you've been through and what were the components and what type of funnels were compelling and you bought more and what components uh, turned you off. So we had a look at a simple sales funnel last time uh, that I have and that has a sales page which goes to a shopping cart and then you get the product. And we also had a look at the diagram of how this works. So you have a sales page, you get a trigger when they decide to buy, you go to your sales processor, um, then it 
you get a product or service link for the visitor and then they also can then download the product or service from your storage and get access to that product and as well they will go on to your email list as a customer of course so that's part of your uh, five-step uh, business system which can work for you while you sleep so I'm going to skip over most of the last week's episodes. If you'd like to uh, listen to or look at um, the previous episodes about Sales Funnel, you can go to my YouTube channel at jgtips.com backslash YouTube. And you can even have um, a variety of offers in your Sales Funnel from your front-end offer to your upsell maybe even a downsell they say when someone turns down your upsell then you might make them an offer on uh, something that is uh, less expensive and then but if they maybe like that upsell they might go for another upsell and they might go for another upsell so it's all about what is the end result for the customer so you work backwards from there when laying out your sales funnel and so for it to be effective and efficient you always have to be carefully tracking and measuring and we're going to talk today about some of the ways to track and measure and how you should track uh, your sales funnel because of course you want a sales funnel that works for you when you sleep so you need to set it up so it'll work anytime and all you have to do is drive the traffic to it so that's a simple concept I think and so we're going to just have a look at your sales funnel and how you can um, work out how it's working for you so it needs to be carefully tracked and measured in order to see whether it's working for you or not and it's the most important thing you do in your entire sales process it's not the actual creating of the sales cart or sales page or anything else in your sales funnel it's making sure that their sales funnel actually works so you have to track and measure so when you monitor each part of your funnel you can see exactly what's working what isn't and what areas of the funnel need to be tightened up or what areas of the funnel need to be tested to see what is going wrong there and why are you losing uh, the possibility of sales so first off we look at the uh, traffic sources that are coming to your um, sales funnel and the landing page success depends on your traffic so you need to know how much and where the traffic is coming from obviously you're the one who's actually bringing the traffic there as well by doing a various a variety of marketing uh, possibilities which have been discussed previously on another episode and you monitor your traffic statistics and when a source of traffic isn't working then you drop it for example uh, maybe you um, are trying to drive traffic from Pinterest but you're not getting any um, uh, links and uh, traffic from Pinterest then maybe you should stop marketing to Pinterest for example so you should always be monitoring your traffic sources as well to make sure that um, all of them are valid in terms of their interest in what you have to sell or even what you have to opt in so for example I think I probably have a good source of traffic from Facebook because a lot of the people I know are over there whereas I don't think I have much traffic coming from Reddit or from um, Red Bull which we've mentioned before sales page uh, because I'm not selling sports stuff 
So don't drive traffic from places that will not have any interest in what you have to sell. It's basically the takeaway from traffic sources. So then you have a look at your opt-in conversion rate. And for those of you who don't know, the conversion rate is how much traffic is driven to your landing page. And of that traffic, how many actually opt in for whatever you're offering, whether it's a free offer or if it's a sales, um, you have a look at what your conversion rate is. So, for example, one visitor opted in for a freebie and you got 100 visitors, which you can, of course, look at from looking at various places to measure. That would come in an hour. That's a 0.01% conversion per hour. So the conversion rate is fairly low, so you want to improve your copy maybe or spice up your offer or make it a limited time offer or add to the offer. Try changing the headline first. Um, there's many ways you, you can change uh, things in your sales funnel and you basically have to always be tweaking to see how you can increase the number of people who actually opt in for what you're offering. So of course you always have to be aware of what your conversion rate is so you, of course you have to measure that. And then how do you test your landing page? Well, for those of you who don't know, you can split test. You can create different, uh, several different landing pages in terms of changing one aspect of each of the landing pages and see which performs best. So the best performing, then you'll know that it's working better and then you would just change your um, any future pages if you find that it's consistently working better. So for example, you have to, of course, test one element at a time, otherwise you won't know how, how to compare because it'll be like comparing apples to apples if you change if, you know, five or six things on each page. So you could have, um, say, five or two here um, pages and all you do is change the color of the button that is where they click on to get, say, your freebie, for example and just see, um, come back after a week and see which one um, opted in more people by having that change. Or you could um, do another um, split test on the, especially the headline. Changing the headline is the first thing to try. But always test one element at a time. And then you can monitor your site activity. You can see what your visitors are doing when they land on the landing pages. So when people don't spend much time on your page, it means the page isn't compelling enough for them to read. So you can monitor um, what your visitors are doing when you come to your site. I've uh, done a few um, in systems uh, Saturday. I've done a few uh, videos on the various ways you can test your pages. And one of those is uh, Google Analytics. So you can go into the back end of your website and see what pages are of most interest to the people who are coming to your site and how much time they're spending on the site and Google Analytics can even tell you how they came, uh, what, what kind of um, platform, whether they came through the desktop or the uh, iPhone or iPad etc as well as what country they come from and then also you can look at what the bounce rate is. The bounce rate is the uh, amount of time that the person is on your website page. And so a very high bounce rate means that they uh, come to your page and leave very quickly 
versus um, having a good bounce rate would be something that is uh, lower. <laughs> and so there's plenty of other traffic tools that you can get to track and tweak and tweak your um, web <clears throat> landing pages. I think I also did a segment on Hotjar. Uh, which shows you the visitor behavior as each of them come to your page and how they scroll around on that page or where they get stuck, etc. So there's plenty of traffic tools you can use to monitor your actual landing page activity. And it's certainly worth doing to make sure that people are staying long enough to be able to read what you have to sell. And then you can also monitor, of course, your email um, sequence and, and the responses of your subscribers in your sales funnel. So your email autoresponder software can monitor how your subscribers are enjoying your emails. For example, do they op open your email um, when you send out an email to them? Um, do they actually click on and take the uh, offer that you have? on in the email for example if you're giving them a freebie um, do they sign up for the offers so do they go from as this subscriber list and, and into a customer list because they buy an offer you can look at the unsubscribe rates as well the email autoresponder software as well sometimes you can look at the demographics and other statistics if you have a in your email autoresponder software so you can get a lot of information from your email autoresponders uh, softwares and figure out who the people are who are actually on your list and of course you can measure um, in your social media uh, what your traffic is happening and what's it's doing when it's coming from social media, if you're sending out messages on social media, if they're coming from social media and coming to your site to look at your landing page. For example, I have a tracking tool. Which one is it? Oh, yeah, I have a tracking tool called Trackerly, which I haven't actually shown, which I should actually. It's a You can use it for a variety of things. But it tells me that a lot of times the people are coming from uh, Facebook uh, posts that I do on Facebook to my website to read my article for example or see my video so that would be a surprise to me because I didn't know that many people did that from Facebook I thought they were just interested in the news stream so you can find out a lot of things um, by looking and monitoring with tools like it that will help you analyze and search for discussions and how responsive followers may be to your posts and then that sends them to your sales uh, funnel as well you can also um, they also will measure for you depending on the company of course the open rate uh, the click-through rate of um, people through your um, social media posts to your website as well as how, how many register uh, on your website for various things so you can have a lot of measuring and uh, tracking for your uh, sales funnel and you can certainly tweak it at any time um, I have also this thing called a Facebook pixel which you can get through Facebook ads and right now it's you just place it onto your website just one and then it'll um, tell you which um, uh, posts and pages are most popular because it'll list how many people have uh, clicked on that uh, page 
from a report within Facebook. So there's plenty of ways to figure out whether or not your sales funnel is working or not. So of course you have to make sure you have a sales funnel monitoring routine, whether it's you or an employee of your business. And if done regularly, you can improve and tweak your sales funnel. You should have a daily, weekly, and monthly monitoring tasks to see which tests are showing good responses of traffic to your sales funnel and which aren't. So you can tweak, edit, or split test to see how you can improve your sales funnel. And so the question becomes, what would you measure at each stage of a sales funnel? And what tools will you need? And how often will you do it in your business? This is something that could be outsourced, of course, once you've set up the requirements of what kind of monitoring you want to do and get a report back. And uh, yeah, it's basically finding out how your sales funnel is working. So let's have a look at this fairly complex uh, sales funnel to finish off here and say, you know, how have you built up a sales funnel for it to work? This is one actually with affiliate marketing in it, which we won't discuss right now. Maybe we should actually discuss it at some point in the Jack or Jill of all trades um, Thursday because it is one of these things that a lot of people are interested in affiliate marketing. So, but uh, for now, as you can see, this is quite a, a detailed uh, chart of a sales funnel. But if you draw it up like this and then just work backwards from the end, it'll be very easy to set it up. And there's plenty of software that you can use to do that. So I think for now that's going to be it for sales funnels. I think I've gone over the very simple facts about sales funnels. And maybe at some point we'll look at affiliate marketing. And I'll have to check to see whether I've done uh, trackerly led yet because that can also be used for affiliate marketing. I might do that on System Saturday as a testing tool. That might be a good one for this Saturday. Um, but if, for those of you who don't know, just quickly, I do have an offer on uh, learning WordPress at jgtips.com backslash WPress. We had a look at WordPress previously in uh, Jill or Jack of All Trades Thursday. If you want to have a look, it's at jgtips.com backslash YouTube. Um, in the previous episodes as well we had one on pricing how to figure out your pricing by looking at who your competitors are as well as who your customers are and how to create a pricing strategy at jgtips.com backslash pricing I have an offer and of course I have an offer for HTML we had a long look at HTML and how to con take control of your HTML in your website at jgtips.com backslash HTML so we've had a look at um, a variety of things so far. We have looked at pricing and some of the concepts behind um, pricing. Um, you could say we've had a look at sales and email. So I'll have a look and see what we're going on to next week. We've done about three episodes on the sales funnel. If you're interested and want to look back, you can go to jgtips.com backslash YouTube where you can subscribe, comment, or even like the YouTube channel, which is Solopreneur Success Strategies. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And that's what we're going to do for Sales Funnel for now. If you want anything more complex, we'll have to go looking in at the tools and stuff. So um, maybe I'll be putting together a course for that. Thank you. Welcome. 
this is Jane Gardner and welcome to the Home Business Startup Toolkit. I wanted to speak a little bit about it so you know what you're getting. So who am I? Well, I'm Jane Gardner. I work with my husband in a structural engineering firm and I came out onto the internet to help others start a home business. And I have the Business of At Home Business website and Jane-Gardner website if you want to check me out. But I just wanted to show you what was in the Home Business Startup Toolkit. Because without certain tools, you won't be able to have a business on the internet. So I'm giving you for free video trainings on MailChimp and Aweber, Wix, which is a free website builder, Canva, which is a free graphic creation platform, PayPal, that's free, but of course it's tricky, isn't it? But that's where you get your money. Amazon S3 is for storing all your stuff that you're selling. And of course, everybody needs Gmail. And I've got a course there, Start a Home Business Step-by-Step -step, with a workbook for building your foundations and some tools. And coming in March, I'm going to be putting WordPress up there because it is a very powerful and free platform. So just to give you an idea, I created the five steps to starting a home business uh, course. And in that course, we look through identifying your target market, creating a unique solution, setting up your business basics, define your brand and develop a re realistic marketing plan. So that is uh, implementable. And then uh, so if, for those of you who don't know, um, Amazon S3 is a storage solution uh, run by Amazon. It's very economical and is a place for you to store your assets, your videos, your audios, your programs, uh, your and such. So I do have some trainings on that so you can start set, setting that up. For example, how to um, create a new folder or copy and move and rename your files and you have a tour through Amazon S3 and of course I wanted to show you the graphic one which is Canva that has a free version that you can use to create all your social media posts your uh, dashboards your headlines your anything graphic that you want to do they know how to do it and it's free as well of course everybody needs PayPal so I've got a setup of PayPal and how to use PayPal to sell your items and then I'll just give you the last one which is Wix it's a free very easy to use website builder and the version where it is free you have the name of Wix in your domain and you pay a bit more for a paid one but these are all trainings there's about 20 each for each subject so let's go back and have a look at all the subjects again so we have at least 20 uh, trainings on each of these subjects for you and they're free because I want you to get started in getting to know all about the tools that you need on the web and you can have lifetime access. So all you have to do is sign up with your email and your name and it will be sent the access to you as soon as possible.